Okay, we're going to um, first let's let's use the pray acronym. Let's first start with praising God. Who wants to go first? Me. Okay, go ahead. Praise the Lord. That's where we start. Tell the Lord what you love about Him. Can I get some of that too? Get a cup. Praising God, we praise you, God, for giving us life. Thank you, Jesus. You praise God. What do you want to say? Heaven tap. Okay, you can't even pretend to slam glass because if you slip, it'll um, crack. Okay, here, hand it to me. Why don't you say a praise for the Lord? Dear God, thank you for our day. Help, knowledge, Say something you love to about him to him. Oh, well, I God, love that prayer. Mm-hmm. God, I love you. And I love you because you're a God and... and. Amen. How about you? Big God, not a God. Mm-hmm. I um, have that question. Hold on, Mike is going to go. I love God. Like a why would it Because that's which sounds coming into. Oh. I love God because He's merciful. Mercy. And forgiving. Mm-hmm. And second chancing. Yeah. 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 He is the God, yeah. That is the only God. Kind. No, he was saying it right. Kind. Kind. Um, God, you are amazing, and Lord Jesus, um, you had given me some scriptures to pray for Kathy last night, so I'm going to use them now. When you said, I cried out to God for help, I cried out to God to hear me. When I was in distress, I sought the Lord. At night, I stretched out untiring hands, and I would not be comforted. I remembered you, God, and I groaned. I meditated, and my spirit grew faint. You kept my eyes from closing. I was too troubled to speak. I thought about the former days, the years of long ago. I remembered my songs in the night. My heart meditated, and my spirit asked, Will the Lord reject forever? Will he never show his favor again? Has he unfailing? Has his unfailing love vanished forever? Has his promise failed for all the time? Has God forgotten to be merciful? Has he in anger withheld his compassion? Then I thought, to this I will appeal. The years when the Most High stretched out his right hand. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your miracles of long ago. I will consider all your works and meditate on all your mighty deeds. Your ways, God, are holy. What God is as great as our God? You are the God who performs miracles. 
You display your power among Kathy right now in Jesus' name. Your mighty arm, you redeem your daughter, the descendants of Jacob and Joseph. The waters you saw, God, the waters saw you and ride. The very depths were convulsed. The clouds poured down water. The heavens resounded with thunder. Your arrows flashed back and forth. Your thunder was heard in Kathy's body. Your lightning lit up Kathy's body and the earth trembled and quaked. All of the enemies working against Kathy's body leave her now. Where your path leads to the sea, your way to the mighty waters, though your footprints were not seen. God, you lead Kathy by the hand in Jesus' name. Um, and God, we cry out for her. We say, hear me, Lord, and answer us for Kathy is needy. She needs you. Guard her life. She's faithful to you. Save her who trusts you. You are her God and you're my God and have mercy on her, Lord. We call on you all day long. Bring joy to your servant, Lord. We put our trust in you. You, Lord, are forgiving and good, abounding in love to all who call to you. Hear our prayer, Lord. Listen to our cries for help. Kathy is in distress and we're calling on you because you answer us every time. Among all of the gods, there is none like you, Lord. No deeds can compare with yours. All the nations you have made will come and worship you, Lord. They will bring glory to your name for you are great and do marvelous deeds in Kathy's body right now, Jesus, in her mind and her soul. All aspects of Kathy are ministered by you. Teach us your ways, Lord, that we could rely on your faithfulness. Give us your undivided heart that we would fear your name. We praise you, God. With all our hearts, we glorify your name forever. Great is your love towards Kathy. You've delivered her from the depths, from the realm of the dead and suffering God. All pain leave in Jesus' name. Arrogant foes are attacking her body, God. Ruthless enemies trying to harm her. They have no regard for you. But you, Lord, you are compassionate and gracious. You're slow to anger. You abound in love and faithfulness. Turn to Kathy Jesus and have mercy on her. Show your strength on behalf of your servant. Lord Jesus, would you rescue Kathy? She serves you. Give her a sign of your goodness. Lord Jesus, all enemies laid down and under our feet trampled in Jesus' name. All enemies be put to shame right now because you, Lord, have helped Kathy and comforted her. Amen. And then the last one um, I felt like you gave is you taught me, Lord, from Numbers 16, how Aaron could stand between the living and the dead. And Lord Jesus, the plague stopped. And so, Jesus, um, I ask that you would allow us to raise up incense between Kathy and her enemies, that those physical enemies have no power um, over Kathy's body. We lift her up, Jesus. We encourage her. God, we, we ask for help. Amen. Okay, you guys got to stop um, fighting over there. We're not fighting. I know you're playing, but... I We're doing a secret handshake. Oh, okay. Um, Psalm 56. And Lord Jesus, I just want to petition on um, this baby's behalf that you heal his body, whatever is causing these little prickly spots. Jesus, any reaction, the cause of reactions exposed in God. We brought him to the elders, Jesus, and they prayed for him. And so, Lord Jesus, I do believe your word.
that he's healed in your name, Jesus. We followed your commandments, so we claim that healing on his body. Jesus, help. Amen. Um, Lord God, yeah, you pray. Here. It's the other ear. Dear God, thank you for Kathy and all she does for us and that she has everything that she needs and that she'll always have everything in the world that she all that all her needs is vanished in instead of all her bad needs, all of her every single good needs is coming alive and and help her sickness or anything that coming on her and that I will bind anything that is trying to come on her because she was our friend and is now our friend still and still is our friend and that God is our holy Father, and that um, he'll always be beside us, and that if anything happens to Kathy, we'll, we'll say, God, take that thing away and deal it with yourself and bind it and throw it in the pit of lava that you have in heaven. That every single other bad thing you throw, you have done. And that the pit of lava leads to hell. And hell is the worst place you could ever um, stand. And that you'll always be in distress and bad stuff. And that um, you'll have always God way and that um, God will survive with her and that she is the holy God, the holy, the, our holy friend and she, she can bring the dead to life and she can Make anything that is near her, that is bad, vanish into hell, where you're always going to be in distress and call under feet. And you'll be, in, and the thing that's bad is going to be the and thrown into the pit of lava. In the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. Thank you for praying for me. I want to play. Okay, you pray. Dear God, please tell me, Mama, do not call. Amen. Amen. Excellent. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. We're going to do Psalm 56. And Jesus, you know that the prayers that I have for other people. I just ask that you hold Jackie's baby in her womb. God, protect her. Help her. Bring, bring, um, Bring those hormones right, God. All of the pain be gone. Morning sickness be gone. Lord God, help her stay hydrated and hold that baby well. We pray for Lindsay's baby. Lord God, we pray for the other baby. You know who I'm talking about. Uh, 
Lord God, we bless the moms and their bodies. Lord Jesus, we ask that you would touch them right now, that they would know, even that the babies would know, Jesus loves me. Um, Lord God, put your spirit in, in my children in a way that they can feel you, in a way that they can be touched by you. Lord God, we prayed for Cade to be able to um, have a prayer language. And I thank you, Jesus, for blessing him. I ask that you would bless all of my children with their own prayer language. But even more so, the ability to hear your voice and the, um, the will to obey you, God. Would you sharpen that in me and in, in Daddy, that we would just obey you on every measure and every account. It's my heart to do that. But, God, I just I am weak and feeble, and I need your help. We're going to read um, Psalm 56. This was to a tune called A Dove on Distant Oaks. David wrote this, and it was to a song. And um, this happened when a Philist the Philistines seized him in Gath. So he had become a prisoner. David, right? King David became a prisoner. You're going to hear how he responded. And this is such a good example for us to learn how to respond to all situations, when we have a godly heart, a righteous heart, we know we can rely on him. And we can be honest with him too, right? Yeah. We can be honest with the Lord. He said, be merciful to me, O God, for men hotly pursue me. All day long they press their attack. My slanderers, what does that mean, a slanderer? Somebody lying about him. My slanderers pursue me all day long. Many are attacking me in their pride. You guys understand when people are talking bad things about you, the root of those bad things in their heart, the sin in their heart can be pride. So what, how do we pray for them? The Bible says pray for your enemies. How do you pray for somebody who's attacking you and slandering you? And cut down the pride. Cut down the pride. This is a key for you to know. If somebody attacks you and says false things about you, you can ask the Lord to help them with their pride. All people struggle with pride. When I am afraid, I will trust in you. Cade, you sit there because you're both not listening to me. I have to ask you things too many times. You're not paying attention. When I am afraid, I will trust in you. In God whose word I praise. In God I trust. I will not be afraid. What can mortal man do to me? Okay, what is the truth? What could the Philistines have done to him? Nothing. They could have. Okay, I told him to change with you. They could kill his body, but what does he know? God will not kill his soul. Right. Don't lean back. Okay, so he was like, I'm not going to be afraid. He was ministering to himself by remembering that he can trust the Lord. So when we're afraid, what can you tell yourself? God will help me. I will not fear because I trust the Lord. So listen, you know what? Um, he's going to talk to the Lord about how they're slandering him. He said, all day long they twist my words. They're always plotting to harm me. They conspire. It means they're planning. Cade, you know better. They conspire. They lurk. What does lurking mean? 
I know that was not right. You're Give him down. the truck. I have nothing to play with what does it mean to lurk? Get one of your own toys, Tate. It's Bible. <sighs> so frustrating. Okay. What does lurking mean? I'm hiding in secret. Yes. Um, like lions lurk. Predators can lurk. They watch my steps, eager to take my life. David knows they want to kill him, right? He's telling the Lord. On no account, let them escape. It's not time for books. Um, in your ang he said, on no account, let them escape. He's asking the Lord this. In your anger, O God, bring down the nations. Sometimes when the Bible talks about nations, I think that it's talking about um, uh, evil powers. Record my lament. Did God record his lament? Yeah. God recorded it because we can read it. Listen to my tears. List my tears on your scroll. Does God record history? Yeah. Does history matter to God? No. Yes. Because <laughs> he writes it down. He records it. Are they not in your record? Then my enemies will turn back when I call for help. By this, I know that God is for me. And God, whose word I praise in the Lord, whose word I praise, in God I trust, I will not be afraid. This is the second time he's saying this, right? What can man do to me? Do you understand? He's ministering to himself again, saying, I trust the Lord, so I'm not afraid. Trust in God erases fear. Oh, good. Also, perfect love cancels fear. The Bible says that. God is love. So God cancels fear. Does that make sense to you guys? It's like a math equation. It's pretty simple. It's pretty cool. God is love. Perfect love cancels fear. Trust in the Lord. No fear. Answer is 42. Mm -hmm. <laughs> David remembers. He says, I am under vows to you, oh God. What is it being under a vow to the Lord mean? You will. David reminds himself he's made promises to God. I am under vows to you, oh God. I will present my thank offerings to you. For you have delivered me from death and my feet from stumbling. Do you, um, do you see that David is acting in faith? He's still, he's been captured by the Philistines. And what is he telling the Lord before he's set free? I believe you've been set me He said, you've delivered me from death. What, Hopi? Thank you, Cade. That was nice. Cade, what did David do? Cade, what did David tell the Lord before he was free? What did he have faith for? Telling the Lord that he's sorry. Nope. What did he do? He had faith. He asked him for help. And listen, he says, you've delivered me from death. Okay. That I may walk before God in the light of life. Why does God free us? Why does God help us? Because he loves us. That's one reason. Why else? 
God thinks you're the best in the world. Mm -hmm. Because you, because you love him. Okay. What else? Why else do? Why else would God save us? Because we believe in him. He said that I may walk before God in the light of life. What does that mean? In the land of the living. What does that mean? Why would God save us? David said that I may walk before God in the land of the living. Let's look at Job 33.30 for some more information. God does all these things to a man twice, even three times, to turn back his soul from the pit, that the light of life may shine on him. Okay, listen. Listen carefully. Let's see if you can know this. God does all these things to a man twice, even three times, to turn back his soul from the pit, that the light of life may shine on him. So, the light of life is heaven? The light of life is Jesus. Okay. Why does God rescue a man? So that Jesus returned to him? Mm -hmm. And he rescues him from something. What? The pit. The pit. Yeah, Satan. That's right. Very good. Okay, we're going to go Proverbs. Why do we study Proverbs, guys? Because it teaches us wisdom and ways to live. Very good. Excellent. Love it. Love it. Okay, we're going to do Proverbs 11, 29. Let's see if you can understand this. Okay, Cade, the first Hi. question is for you. Sit down. Are you Hi. ready, Cade? Hi. Yeah. Okay. 11, 29. He who brings trouble on his family will inherit only wind. What does that mean? He will inherit only wind. Yeah, what's wind? Yeah, wind is wind. What can wind do for you? It can create power. He who brings trouble on his family will inherit only wind. Will inherit only like I'm asking power. Cade. What do you think? If everybody else to stop talking. It's your turn. That a guy that's evil will be bad and only inherit wind. Yeah. What does that mean? Tell me in a different way. Don't answer, Micah. Let Cade figure it out. Well, completely. No idea. And this question is impossible. And I'm going to... You're right. Hold on. You're right that somebody who brings trouble on his family has some wickedness he's dealing with. That was the first right answer. What does it mean to inherit only wind? Tell me in your own words. Do you normally want to inherit wind or would you rather inherit land or love or blessings or food or you know a house or money what what would you rather inherit parents parents you'd rather inherit receive your parents back <laughs> inherit means that you're going to get something from your parents oh 
A house. So, so okay. If a good person might inherit a house or generational blessings, a wicked person inherits wind. What does that mean? What is God saying? Can I? I'm asking Kate. Um, A wicked person, a person who brings trouble on his family will inherit only wind. Means what, Micah? It means he'll get nothing. He gets nothing. Is that good or bad? It's bad. Okay, thank you. All right, listen to this. Let's see if Hopi can understand this. Hope? Ready? Ready? A fool will be servant to the wise. What does that mean? It's bad, right? It's bad. Tell me, Micah, what that means. A fool will be servant to the wise. To me, and I, yes, people will not be missed. Um, I mean, will not be free to do it. Yes. Luki, say, a foolish person will be servant to the wise. Good job. Okay. Um, Cade, this question is for you. The fruit of righteousness is a tree of life. What does that mean? Cade, what does that mean? The fruit of righteousness is a tree of life. Righteousness is good. And it what does righteousness mean? Do you remember? Stop. Stop. Righteousness is, do you know? You're in right standing with God. You're, you're good with God, right? He's, he's happy with you. You're loving him. You've accepted him into your life. What does it mean to say the fruit of righteousness? Thank you. Yeah, what does it mean when I say the fruit of something? Yeah, it's what the thing produces, right? If I put a seed in the ground, I'm hoping that a fruit is going to um, come off of a tree, right? If I put an apple seed in the ground. So the fruit of righteousness means righteousness is going to produce what? The fruit of righteousness is the tree of life. Righteousness is going to produce what's the tree of life? Will that person die or will they live forever with Jesus? They're going to live forever. So being right with the Lord means that somebody will live forever. Good job, Cade. Do you know it's hard to understand Proverbs? Do you guys know that? God says he talks in riddles in Proverbs. So the fact that you can start understanding Proverbs even at just 5 or 7 or 10 is amazing. Do you know that? That's very good. God talks in riddles in Proverbs. Okay, you want to know what else happens? That 
He says, he who wins souls is wise. What does it mean to win a soul? Win a person? Yeah. God? Yes, win a person to God. What does that mean about you if you win a person to God? That means you pray for the person and following God's Yes, and God labels you as a word. If you win souls for God, he's going to give you... He labels you as a bird. He labels you with a word called what? It's the opposite of a fool. Uh, a wise person. Okay, listen. Uh, it's the opposite of a fool. What is it? It's a wise. It's a wise. <laughs> he who wins souls is wise. Okay, listen. Hopi. Hopi. If the righteous receive their due on earth, how much more the ungodly and the sinner? Do you know what that means to receive your due? Hopi. Do you know what it means to receive your due? It means you get what you get and you don't be upset. You <laughs> You get what you deserve. That's what God is saying. If the righteous receive what they deserve in the flesh while they're on the earth, how much more the ungodly and the sinner? So what kinds of do does the ungodly and the sinner get on earth? Pain, right? Pain and suffering. Um, they fall into their own destruction, right? But the righteous receive what? Help and blessings and joy. In peace? in peace, yeah, all these things. They help people around them. Amazing. Okay. So we're going to do, do you remember yesterday I taught you from Matthew how John the Baptist prepared the way for Jesus? Yeah. Okay, we're going to read a little bit more about um, that. But first, I want to see if you remember the three things we learned from Matthew. Number one, Jesus is the... Messiah. Number two. Messiah. We learn. Right. This is Matthew. So we learn right. Very good, Cade. And number three, we learn. Do you remember? Say righteousness. Yeah. And number three, what else do we learn? Oh, I guess you guys forgot. We learn righteousness, restoration, and judgment. Nope, that's Jeremiah. Yeah, Jeremiah. This is Jesus is the Messiah. Messiah. Righteousness, righteousness and, and stop it. Restoration. The Bible believers. Good. You guys are good. It's hard to remember these things. Very good. Okay, tomorrow I'm gonna see if you can remember without me helping. <laughs> hard to remember. Okay, John the Baptist prepares the way. Who can describe what John the Baptist was like? He was like a guy. No, no, he's like this. Yeah, he was kind of like a wild man, a little bit, right? What did he wear for clothes? I think he was doing this. Kicking his heels in there. <laughs> what did he wear for clothes? I told you yesterday, not a bear. It was an animal, something, camel hair. And what did he eat for food? Crunchy and sweet, baby. I bet he was skinny. Okay, stop make, stop having me compete with your voice. Yeah.
What did he tell the Pharisees when they came to be baptized? No, get in here! You are a brood of... Vipers. Because he said, keep with the fruit of repentance. What does it mean to have fruit of repentance, Cade? Repentance plants a seed. And the fruit of that seed is what? When you repent before God, what is the fruit of that seed? Righteousness. Righteousness. Very good. Say righteousness. Yes, good job. Even Pookie could do it. Pookie, who just turned three, he can do it. You're so cute. Say, blah, 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 blah. Say, ah. Say, ah. Do you want to hear about when Jesus got baptized? Pretty cool. You want to hear it? Want to hear it? Okay, so start listening. I want you guys. Go act this out while I'm saying it, okay? I shall be the water. Mike is going to be the water. This is interesting. Are you going to be Jesus? I the lava. You're going to be lava. Hopi, are you going to be John the Baptist? You're going to put your camel hair on. Put your camel hair on. Eat it. Oh, oh. Cade, Cade, I think. I the lava guy. You be the I'll be the water guy. You be the lava guy. Okay. okay. <laughs> Are you going to be? Hope he doesn't want to wear boy clothes. Do you want to wear the camel hair? Okay. All right. Eat a bug. He's snacking on bugs. Okay. Hope you be Jesus. Hope you be Jesus. Okay. Ready? Oh, but we need a Jesus. All right. Maybe Hopi should be the water. So that Micah can be Jesus. All right. Here we go. You can. If, why don't you be Jesus? Okay. Hope's water. Lukey, you be Jesus. Oh, he's still lava. Okay. Are you guys ready? Cade's John the Baptist. No, he's John the Baptist. Do you want to be Jesus instead? All right, Micah, put your camel hair on. Okay, beep. All right, Cade, go start in the other room because you got to start from Galilee. Micah, you're Hopi. You're the Jordan River. You're the Jordan River. Okay, Cade, you're in Galilee. Now listen up so you know your part. Are you ready? Be quiet, water. Oh, don't punch brother. He's a delicate flower. He's he's only Jesus. Well, Jesus is like amazing. Stop. Stop. Okay. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan. Got to go to Hopi. She's the Jordan River to be baptized by John. But John tried to listen. But John tried to deter him saying, listen to what you say. John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? Okay. But Jesus replied, ready, Jesus? Jesus replied, let it be so now. It is proper. 
for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Okay, then John consented. So you say, okay. All right, now baptize Luke in the Jordan River of Hopi. Okay. As soon as, listen, Cade, listen. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened. Look up, guys. He saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove. Hopi, you be the bird. Hopi, you be the bird. Descending like a dove and lighting on him. Okay, Luki, you say this. You be the Lord. And a voice from heaven, and a voice from heaven said, "This is my son." Say it. Okay, there's the dove lighting on uh, Jesus. <laughs> and Micah, you be the Lord's voice. And a voice from heaven said, "This is my son, whom I love. With him, I am well pleased." Okay. That was the baptism. Why are you crying, Luke? Cade, why did you punch him? So you can't retaliate. And you need to just tell tell me about it. All right? You One day you're going to surprise yourself with more self-control than you think you have. What, Hopi? What do you need? Okay, you lost your chance to ask me because you're not paying attention. What did we learn in Jeremiah? Come back and sit. Five, four, three, two, one. Come back and sit, Luke. Hopi, don't play that. What do we learn in Jeremiah? Who can tell me? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Oh, this is so upsetting. Raise your hand if you know what three things we learn in Jeremiah. Yes, Kate. I saw his hand shoot, shoot up first. RJR. Repentance. Very good. Okay, sit down now. No. Stop. You had Cain. You had enough. You had two. Jeremiah 26. Micah, sit down. Um, we're going to start in verse 16. Do you know what just happened in Jeremiah? Take that away from hope, please. Okay. Don't do it. What did we learn in Jeremiah just the last yesterday? What happened? I was listening to Jeremiah in there. It was like the place where um, the Babylonians were um, going to see Jerusalem and Jeremiah within the pit. Oh, okay. So, but what happened yesterday morning? Um, Do you remember? Jeremiah was prophesying. Okay, good guess. The <laughs> whole book is him prophesying. <laughs> where was he? He was hiding. He wasn't hiding. He was definitely not hiding. Don't do that. It's glass. He was in the temple. And what part of the temple was he? I will be amazed if you know this. Oh, you knew it. 
tell him to talk to? To talk to the people. The yeah. King. Yes. The king. Yes. Yes. And the what, king. how did they respond to him? Hey, let's kill this guy because he thinks he's better than us. Yes. And then what did the city, like the governors and the mayors of the town say? Sure, go kill your Okay, Hopi, if you do that again, you're losing your device for Saturday. Okay. All right, you're right. And then what did Jeremiah say? It's fine. Uh, I don't really got to What did he say? What did Jeremiah you say? You kill me if you want, but if you do kill me, blood will, blood will squirt out of my <laughs> <laughs> Blood will squirt out of what? My wings. No, blood will squirt, squirt out of your butt. He basically said, you can kill me if you want, but you're killing an innocent person, and God will punish you for it, right? But what else did he tell the people? So you got to stop hitting things. What else did he tell the people? You better do what? You'd better repent. Mm -hmm. You better repent. This is your chance. What did, what was your question? Okay, so I'm going to go on. You're going to hear what happened. So basically, aren't you curious what is going to happen after he tells them, go ahead and kill me, but you're shedding innocent blood. God will punish you. They don't kill him. And you need to repent. What, Hopi? No, no, don't ask me that. You need to pay attention. That upsets me you don't pay attention. Pay attention. Look at me. Yes, good. Okay, then the officials... And all the people said to the priests and to the prophets, This man should not be sentenced to death. He has spoken to us in the name of the Lord our God. So what happened to them? What is Luke doing? What is that that he has? What is he taking out of the book? Oh, don't peel that, Luke. Not good. Okay. So that is amazing to me that they actually said, oh, he's spoken to us in the name of the Lord. They recognized it. Some of the elders of the land stepped forward. Control yourself. This is Bible time. Sit. Some of the elders of the land stepped forward and said to the entire assembly of the people, Micah, oh, you're in this book, of Moresheth prophesied in the days of Hezekiah, king of Judah. He told all the people of Judah, this is what the Lord Almighty says. So they're, remember, they're remembering an old prophecy. Do you think this is good? Yes. He, they said, the Lord said, Zion will be plowed like a field. Jerusalem will become a heap of rubble. The temple hill, a mound overgrown with thickets. Did Hezekiah, king of Judah, or anyone else in Judah put him to death? Did not Hezekiah fear the Lord and seek his favor? And did not the Lord relent so that he did not bring the disaster he pronounced against them? We are about to bring a terrible disaster upon ourselves. How do you think God feels about this, that they recognized? 
Do you think that they would have recognized um, that this is from the Lord without the Lord's help? Or do you think the Lord had to tell them? The Lord had to help them realize it. So we got to pray for the leaders of all of the nations that they recognize the true voice of God. Now, Uriah, son of Shemaiah from Kiriath, Jerim, I'm probably saying that wrong, was another man who prophesied in the name of the Lord. He prophesied, listen, the same things against this city and this land as Jeremiah did. So was Jeremiah the only person God sent? No. He also sent Uriah. Cade, listen. When King Jehoiakim and all his officers and officials heard his words, the king sought to put him to death. But Uriah heard of it and fled in fear to Egypt. So was Uriah as strong as Jeremiah? No. He fled away. He was scared. He ran away. When Jehoiakim, King, uh, let's see. King Jehoiakim, however, sent Elnathan, son of Akbor, to Egypt, along with some other men. Do you know what happened? They, they brought him back. Oh. They brought Uriah out of Egypt and took him to King Jehoiakim, who had struck him down with a sword and his body thrown into the burial place of the common people. Did they honor him? No. no. They shamed his body, right? And they killed him. What, Hopi? I am the only one that doesn't have a toy, but it's only being calm. You're being calm. I like that. So, did... um. Does Jeremiah have a reason to be afraid? Yeah. Does he have a reason, a good reason, to be stronger than Uriah? Yeah. Only God. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he knows Uriah lost his life, right? Only because he fled. He fled because he didn't obey. He didn't trust God more than his own feelings, right? We got to trust God more than our own feelings. Does that make sense to yeah. you? Mm-hmm. Then God saves us. Um, furthermore. Ahakam, son of Shaphan, supported Jeremiah. So he had an advocate in the town. He had somebody that stood up for him. How strong was that person? Extremely strong. He had somebody stand up for him. He supported Jeremiah, so he was not handed over to the people to be put to death. Let's see if this talks about Ahakam. This was Jeremiah... Oh, this was like Second Kings 22. Uh, fingerprints visible on the edges of the bulla are almost certainly those of Ahikam himself. I, I am so curious about this now. Second Kings 22.12 says, He gave these orders... Oh, when the king of these words, when the king heard the books of the law, heard the words of the book of the law, he tore his robes, gave these orders to Hilkiah, the priest, Ahikam, son of Shaphan, Akbar, son of Micaiah, Shaphan, the secretary, and Isaiah, the king's attendant, could be saying it wrong, go and inquire of the Lord for me and for the people and for all of Judah about what is written in this book that has been found. Great is the Lord's anger that burns against us because our fathers have not obeyed the words of this book. They've not acted in accordance with all that is written there concerning us. What, Micah? Actually, I don't know if it's 
So, why might Ahikam have, have stood up for... Ahikam apparently was a scribe like his daddy who read the scroll of the law to Josiah. It was Ahikam who later, later saved Jeremiah from death at the hands of the priests, prophets, and people following the prophet's temple sermon. The Babylonian king Nebuchadnezzar appointed Ahikam's son Gedaliah governor of Judah after the fall of Jerusalem. So did the Lord put... Ahikam in a place where he knew um, uh, the power of the Lord. He saw history play out where the people had disobeyed the Lord or obeyed the Lord. And did God reward Ahikam? How did he reward Ahikam? That is so good that you recognize that. I'm really proud of you. So proud of you that you can recognize that. That's great because it's hard to like focus <laughs> in the midst of all this. But you knew it, Cade. How did God honor Ahikam? Micah just said it. Um, he he point he gave his son a great job. He gave his son a great job. Cade, how did God reward Ahikam? I just told you, you're not paying attention at all. By what? Giving who? His son. Good, you are paying attention. What job did Ahikam have? He was a a scribe. And he read what was written to other people. Who honored Ahikam's son? Who honored his son? Who did God use to honor Ahikam's son? King Nebuchadnezzar. Okay. Can you give that back to Micah, please? So there's a reason Ahikam supported Jeremiah. Cade, what was the reason Ahikam supported Jeremiah? You remember, if the whole town and all this, the officials and everybody important wants to kill a man, but you say, you're going to stand up for this person and say, I, I, you're wrong, I'm going to support this person. Why do they have strength to do that? Because God is one of God's people? They're one of God's people. Yes, Hopi. Mommy, look. I see. 16 to the end. Okay, good. Are we going on a walk? Ask Daddy.